This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPOPIE at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code OP to receive your first month free. And now on with the show. I'm just waiting for for Judd, man. There's some shit going down today, people. I was minding my own business, relaxing, getting ready for the Islanders game, doing some uh, bills and boring shit. And next thing you know, my phone rings and Brother Weez uh, calls me up. He goes, hey, your boy Vic Kelly's in the paper. And then I said, what paper? He said, the New York Post. I said, well, the New York Post is a, is a shit paper. He goes, brah, you got to read the article, brah. So, uh, and then he, he filled me in a little bit and he's like, can you come on my radio show tomorrow to talk about your, your pal Vic Henley? I'm like, I'll absolutely do that. And then as soon as I hung up with uh, Brother Weeze, all of a sudden my phone blew up and it was this man right here, my good friend, Judd Jones. What's up, brother? Come and take it, motherfuckers. <laughs> I like that. You guys oh got- shit, dude! I oh shit! Here, here, here's something. I swear to fucking Christ, I can't even believe this is so. This is so great. Yeah. Yes, this this is fucking hilarious. Yesterday, because you know I'm in Florida, right? Yeah. Yesterday, I, I'm near Cape Canaveral, like I'm, you know, where they do the rockets and the SpaceX and the Elon Musk and all that, right? Sure. Uh, yesterday, there's a helicopter circling around over the river that's in the back of the house, right? Right. And you know that's not unusual to see, but he kept going and he kept going. And I went on the second floor and I looked in the binoculars and there's a couple of boats in the helicopter circling around. In the news later that day, no shit. Fucking dead body found in the river. Bound and tied. Bound up with like speaker wire. Like this is some shit going on. Look, this is the first one. I'm a Texas guy. I'm in Florida. This is the first dead body. This is it. It's right out here. Look it up. Uh, Orlando News. It says Merritt, Merritt Island dead body in the Banana River. Come on now. Not me. You can't prove shit. You guys Look, I'll tell you what. Look, the reality is it's one of two things. Yeah. It's either a, a homeless drug thing or somebody in Orlando killed somebody and dumped them off in Merritt Island off the bridge. <laughs> like, that's, those are the two options. You well, know? I, I mean, there's people that think you're a serial killer. Let's go, uh, cut to the chase. You know, on the last live stream, you were talking about how you and your dad found your dad's uh, neighbor dead on the toilet. And then yep. it, uh, it, it proceeded to uh, have you tell a bunch of stories about dead people all around you, uh, Judd. Uh, death follows you. Sometimes you find a dead body in the lake, dude. Where were you when Vic Kenley died there, Judd Jones? Oh, I was down here. I was down here in Florida. I was down here in Florida. For the people that don't know, I met Judd Jones through Vic Kenley. Uh, Judd Jones is also a comedian. And Judd Jones was also a very close friend of Vic's. It may be probably closer than I was because you guys lived right next to each other. So you guys got to hang out a lot. You were his neighbor. Right. Right next door. Right next door. So 
Weez wants me on his show tomorrow to talk about this. Girlfriend of late comedian Vic Henley says she should get his New York City pass. Weez tells me the whole story. I go and read the article. I'm like livid. I'm jumping out of my skin. I want to punch somebody. And then as uh, soon as I finished reading the article, I go, I got to call Judd Jones. And as I'm picking up my phone, my phone is blowing up from you with the same exact article. What are the odds of that? As soon as I saw it, I was like, yep, yeah, I got to send this to the dude. I could easily just read the article and we could go from there. There's some... There's some bullshit going on tonight there, uh, Judge Jones. I, I can't beat around the bush. It's bullshit. It's shady. It sucks. If you, if you want to, go ahead and read it and, and fucking irritate me and piss me off even more than I was well, earlier. But that's all right. I'm uh, drunk enough and stoned enough to where I, I feel optimistic. We got to explain uh, what we know about Vic's girlfriend here. We right. both know her. We do. I didn't have anything bad to say about her until this article came out. I'll tell you I've, the guy I've, I've always liked her. For the people that don't know, Vic Henley was married twice. He always told me he never wanted to get married again. I got to put that out there. Uh, he had this, uh, this girlfriend that was a long-distance relationship. She lived up there in Ohio, and Vic lived on uh, the Upper East Side in a decent-sized apartment, like a, a almost a two-bedroom, I would say. Yeah. I, think, I yeah. think it was a one, but you could kind of – make that other room into a bedroom, sort of. Well, he had it as a living room, so I, I think you call it a one-bedroom, living room in the front kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. But first floor on the Upper East Side, uh, uh, oak floors, what was right. it, fucking 12-foot uh, ceilings, you know, like uh, out uh, patio out back. Like, yeah, it was a nice spot for sure. Outdoor space mm -hmm. where he had no problem killing pigeons. Remember we talked about that's right. that? That's right, that's right, that's right. That's that redneck in him. So they had a long distance relationship. She lived in Ohio. She had a, a, how many kids? I think three. Four. four. Four kids. From time to time, Vic would go up there and see her and stay for a bit. And uh, and she would come down every once in a while to New York, but not a lot, right? No, I, they saw, he would go there. She would come to New York. Uh, they saw each other like once every month and a half two months something right. like that like might be three or four days on one side three or four days in right. the city if he had spots at the strip uh hosting she'd be up there at the club while he you know sitting in the front while he's hosting as i was on shows times where she was there too they were definitely seeing each other but i never thought it was like uh like a uh incredibly serious relationship it was it was a nice relationship um, I know that Vic didn't want to uh, get uh, get too serious with the whole thing, especially I I, I know he didn't want to get married. And, no, uh, yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, no, he definitely didn't want to get married. And, and they were a, a long-term relationship. If you, Well, I mean, you know, I guess that's subjective. But, yeah, it was like 2012, I right. think, to, uh, you know, when he uh, – well, before he died. Which well, is, well, well, that's with, important to the – Which is <laughs> – which is part of the reason why I've gotten drunk and stoned since I heard this news and it's irritated the fuck out of me right? so much. So, yeah. The other thing before I uh, reach for the article, um, the fact is at the end of Vic's life, they were broken up. Vic and this girl were broken up. Vic was pissed because she wasn't returning his phone calls anymore. They were broken up, which is key to the story I'm about to tell. And uh, then and it's, then you got text messages where you helped Vic 
fucking mail her shit back to Ohio. <clears throat> February 27th, 2020. February 27th. February 27th, 2020. That's when Vic said, here's your shit. Subpoena the, U- subpoena the UPS, VP, right. whatever the fucking code. Right. Subpoena it. February I remember, 27th, 2020. I remember I, was, I remember I was hanging out with Vic, and I was like, what's going on with that? Oh. And, and he's like, ah, she's just oh. not returning my calls anymore. And it was a while. And I go, dude, you know, uh, considering you guys had a long-term relationship, I feel like maybe she found someone local and she just doesn't want to tell you. And he's like, ah, whatever, man, I'm mailing her shit back. And you got the exact date, February 27th, 2020. <laughs> That's exactly when it was. After, after I saw what you're talking about, I, I, I looked at my text messages, which is a little tough to do in general. Yeah. You're looking at like Vic's text messages, but I, I kind of knew when it was and I went right to it. And it yeah. was, yeah, the, it was February 27th. There, there was a period of time, uh, weeks before that, probably at least three, four, maybe a month, three weeks, a month, where, uh, like, just, just like you think about it, like the, the person that you're married to or your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, how yeah. often, how often you would text each other, whether right? You're in the same town or, or, or out of town or whatever. That's pretty often. Like you're right. seeing what's going on. And then all of a sudden it just stopped and he's not getting. And so he's calling. And no, no. And then, uh, uh-uh, uh, I can't talk now. And no, no response on the t- and da and da da da. And it's going. And he comes over one day, and we're out in the back doing our thing, you know, fucking having fun, bullshitting. Hi. And he was like, he's like, yeah, buddy. He's like, she, I got, I can't even. She won't even respond to me. And then I, I, he was like, I still love her and all this. And I'm like, pull your fucking panties up, dude. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's just some broad, like. Fuck her if she's not, you know, this is my mentality, right? right? And uh, and he's like, yeah. He's like, I don't know. I think it's over. And then he was saying, uh, he was like, uh, I think she's gotten back with her ex, the father of her four kids, because apparently there's some sort of, you know, there, there's like a, um, a financial incentive to do that from what Vic said. I don't yep. know the details behind it. But, uh, you know, and he's like, I think, you know, blah, blah. And like, he's over there more often. And this is what was going on then, you know, at that time. And I'm like, fuck her, dude. Like, what, right. you know, move on. Like, you know, look, Vic wasn't a spring chicken, but I, we've been on shows together. Chicks right. come up. It's like, you know, yeah. he's not like locked into, you know, this, you know, I'm like, fuck, come on. What, you know, let it, let it ride. This is like a big story in the New York paper today. Girlfriend of late comedian Vic Kelly says she should get his New York City pad. Yeah. Are there any nice people out there? Not when, not when there's money on the table, dude. At every fucking turn, the, that evil money will get the best of people, man. Boy, do only, I you, that shit. You can only trust your family, but if it's a certain amount of money on the table, you might, might not be able to trust them. Oh, my God. So I, I got to yeah. read this article. There's things that I just don't know for sure one way or the other. Like, I just, you know, I don't know that um, there was an apartment uh, uh, agreement, something like that. I don't know what he might have ever said to her at all as yeah. far as that specifically. Fair enough. But I know a lot of other things that right. point the arrow in the other fucking direction. Well, all right, let's 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 finally start reading this because uh, oh a lot my of this God. stuff will come to light, all right? Um, Makes me want to punch myself in the face, I swear to Christ. Uh, so once again, here's the headline. 
and then I'll, I'll finally start reading. Girlfriend of late comedian Vic Henley says she should get his New York City pad on the Upper East Side. I think the thing's worth close to a million dollars. We're talking about a million dollars right now. Well, it's uh, I'll say I'll say you're right around the ballpark. I'll say yeah. that, and I know that for a fact. And as far as I knew, a month ago, from the people who would know, uh, the apartment sold. Uh, and and you know, Vic's brother uh, is you know was you know kind of dealing with everything after Vic passed away. And um, I even remember I told you I talked to Vic's mom and she told me she had COVID and that pissed right. me off because that fucking right. optometrist didn't yeah. wear a fucking mask yeah. in Alabama. Fuck. Did she get it in her eye? I don't know. He got too close. Breathed in her eye right there. He got the I, fucking machine. I don't know. Oh, my possible. God. That would suck. These fucking people. Dude. But she told me in that conversation, which was over a month ago, right. that they had sold, the, the apartment was sold. Yeah. So, okay. you know. As far as when it was signed, done, I don't know. But the people in and around, it was done. Can I can I go back to the optometrist? So I oh. I got I got the LASIK. That's surgery. another one. That's a fucking another one. <laughs> no, listen to me. So I got I got the LASIK back in 2020. I to this day I could see 2015. I'm better than 2020. And I was I was the guy with the contacts and the glasses my entire life. But I got that procedure. But I, before that, I stopped going to the optometrist because it was so weird and awkward. You would look into those, you would look into that thing, and then the guy would be this close looking in the thing on the other side, and, and always, without a doubt, breathing on you, liver and onions. Right, man. Yeah. So I mean, Vic's mom. What I know. She's still dealing with the, the death of her son. You should never bury yeah, her you think? children. All right. So girlfriend of late comedian Vic Henley says she should get his New York City pad. Uh, the longtime girlfriend of late New York City comedian Vic Henley claims that she should inherit his Manhattan apartment, not his family. She's fighting Vic Henley's family. Holy shit. <laughs> well, see, that's where, it, that's where it stopped for me. Like, that's where it stopped for me because in my mind, when it said family and you know that she's getting involved with this again vic died last year his mother had to deal with that COVID hit she's been by herself in that house in alabama forever doing what everyone told her she needs to do then right. she gets COVID when she goes to the doctor vic's brothers have dealt with the death of their little brother you know and right. and, and all this and then COVID and everything's on top of this and again they're not needing for anything right trust me they just want to be done with it. His brother flew up there on a private jet key to go up there and take care of X's and O's after Vic died. Right. And, you know, did, you know, did what he needed to do initially that you would hope somebody would do, you know, in your family initially. Yeah. And so that's what they are. The Opie and Anthony regular. <laughs> Right. Died unexpectedly, unexpectedly of a pulmonary embolism at age 57 in April 2020. Had been dating and living with blank since 2012, according to her Manhattan Supreme Court lawsuit from Tuesday. Yeah, I, th there's Supreme there's Supreme Court lawsuit. Right. There's uh there was no living together in any way, shape, or form. Like I said. <laughs> Her ex didn't allow her to they, them to sleep in the same bed if the kids were there. If you went to Ohio, 
Right. She came to visit him every month and a half for two months. There was no living together for right. years, even before I knew him. And his whole thing, he was never getting married, never having kids. He got right. married twice already. It didn't matter what happened. He's never getting married. Never getting married. Never getting married. Oh, this was that, a mantra. This is like, you know. Look, I, I'm trying to be nice. You know, he definitely liked her and stuff, but he was like, I'm never going to, I'm never going to get married. He's like, what? And uh, she's going to move down here with four kids and live in my, my tiny right. uh, apartment. It ain't happening. Well, that was, that was the argument because if that topic had ever come up, he told me that he's, he's like, fuck, I'm not moving to Ohio. Like, right. I'm not doing that. And and it's not like, so we have a thing that's there. So I don't want, uh, you know, that's what he said to me from the outset. That's right. what he said to multiple people. Multiple, there, I think multiple people would back that up that he, he has said that. Like that seems just not on his, uh, his radar because he's done it twice already. He's got a long distance thing with somebody who's over there. They see each other every month and a half, two months, maybe sometimes more. It was, it was, it yeah. was here and there though, man. I mean, Nobody would ever say they lived together. Oh they never lived God. together. Not Nobody even, would ever say that. Nobody would ever say that. Not even close, man. No, not no, even no. close to living no. together. The amount of times no. I hung out with just me and Vic, I mean, me and Vic might as well have been uh, dating and <laughs> living Right, together. right. I've been over I, to his apartment tons of times. We barbecued and shit. Right. I think, you know. Yeah. Me and you definitely spent more time with Vic Henley than he did with this girl. I mean. Oh, for sure. And, and sure. the few times I hung out with her, I did like her. I, I, I gotta, I gotta be honest in that. Me regard. too. For All sure. Right, let's continue. Oh. The comic didn't leave a will behind, but told this girl, his his uh, his girlfriend at the time, that he wanted her to have his Upper East Side apartment if anything ever happened to him. The court papers claimed during their relationship, Henley frequently and repeatedly advised her that it was his intention to bequest his home to her in the event that he he deceased her, the court documents claim. Oh my God, this is such bullshit. And, and I mean. That's what he said. That's dude, what he said. That's what he told me. That's that's the defense. That's what it is. That's what he told me. He told me that. That's all, that's all there is to say about it. Yeah. But that's such bullshit. Like, first of all, Vic never really <laughs> even talked about goddamn dying. No. Well, no, no. Well, no, that's not true. That's not true. He did say that uh, he would never leave New York and he's going to, he said, I'm going to die in that motherfucking apartment. Oh, yeah. Like I've told you this, like me and the, some other right. comedians from the comic strip were laughing about this. I got texts from people of every background race, male, female, who right. said, holy shit, he died in his apartment. Yeah. Because that's what, that was like the joke he said. He's like, doesn't matter what, like, fuck it. I'm never leaving New York. I'm going to die in that apartment. Like that was his thing. All right, all right. We'll uh, read the rest of this ridiculous article with Judge Jones, but I got to break in for a second here to talk about Father's Day. Father's Day right around the corner. What are you getting your dad? Well, I suggest you get him a boner. (laughs) That's right. Boners for dads for Father's Day. Why not? And Blue Chew can help you out with this. Certainly they can. You can try Blue Chew for free, by the way. Use the promo code OPOPIE at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com. Promo code OP to receive your first month free. Boners for dads for Father's Day. Oh, yeah. Don't give them another tie. Help them get a boner. Oh, I know that sounds creepy, but when I think of Father's Day, 
I think of genitalia. Because I know where I came from. I mean, you can make believe all you want that your parents were sitting around just blowing fairy dust all over the room, eating cotton candy while you gently floated from heaven on a fluffy cloud. Too much? <laughs> Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the good old U.S. of A. And prepare to ship direct to your door in a discreet package. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, Blue Chew could help you out, certainly. And of course, Father's Day, get your dad a boner! And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code OPOPIE at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code OP to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. And now back to Judd Jones. So read, 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 read that last part again, because I wanted it to re-anger me. Uh, the comic didn't leave a will behind, but told her that he wanted her to have the Upper East Side apartment. If anything ever happened to him, the court papers claimed. During their relationship, Henley frequently and repeatedly advised her that it was his intention to bequest his home to her. In the event that he predeceased her, the court documents claim. Well, my question would be, was he discussing this with her in the last two and a half months of his life when he was railing some Australian broad he met at the bar? Whoa! That's what I want to know. Whoa. Because he had that going on because right. he mailed, and I drove him in, in our car, to take a UPS box full of her shit to send back to her in Ohio because she stopped responding to him. Right. Right. So did that. Then all of a sudden, he's got some uh, chick that he met at the bar who's down for fun and, right. and wants as much uh, restrictions as he does. Right. And he was having a grand old fucking time. And when did he mail back the stuff? Was it February 27th? February 27th, 2020. 2020. February 27th, 2020. A mere month and a half before uh, he died. The pair who were planning to tie the knot in the future. Now that was a shock. How many times <laughs> have I said on this live stream that he always said, the one thing I can tell you about Ben Kenley, he always told me, he was married twice. He'll never get married again. Never going to get married. Never get married. Not doing that again. I got the perfect situation. That's right. That was, that's what it was. We're planning to tie the knot in the future. Now you're getting into like, did he say something to her in a, a, a night of fun and drink and, and whatever? I don't know. People say sh shit all the time. But when it comes down to right and wrong, law and order and the whole fucking thing, Right. There ain't no fucking way. They didn't live together. Right. They weren't even together the last almost two months of his life. He right. went on and, went and met some other chick who was like, like actually successful chick. And it was great. It was like a perfect setup, like a bar chick, you know, maybe it'll work out. Maybe, hey, hey, it worked out. She's got her own shit going. And they would just, uh, you know, 
Yeah. If it worked, if it worked out, it worked out. Yeah. All right. I mean, uh, he had totally moved on. It was done. Over. Over. The pair who were planning to uh, tie the knot in the future had been living together from the start of their relationship in both her Cleveland, Ohio home and his East 90th Street pad in an arrangement Henley jokingly called mid-coastal, according to the court papers. Mid-coastal? He would go up there and visit her every once in a while, and then yeah. she would come down every once in a while and hang out with him. Yeah. Henley even referred to her as his wife. Oh my God! He cannot accept that as his friends that are still living. Uh, he never referred to her as his wife. Uh, She's going for a money grab. Oh my God! All right, you know, I uh, when I when I read that part again, it fucking elevated me. You know, even more of uh, right. yeah. They were never going to live together. They were never going to be married. They were, what was the, la the last one? Uh, Henley even referred to her as his wife and called his place our home. The, fil uh, the filing, excuse me, says, adding that her children would often visit the apartment and that she redecorated the place and filled it with furniture. Let's start with the kids. There were four of them. And, and and I gotta I gotta speak for Vic Kenley. He adored those kids. Definitely he really did. liked Definitely those kids. Did. Took them under his wing and uh, really was uh, very supportive. And he was there for those kids. But the fact is, I I knew Vic. I don't even know how many years. I only heard that they came down once, maybe twice. Am I wrong there, Judge Jones? You lived right next to Vic Kenley. <clears throat> I I know that they. I want to say maybe two or three times since I knew him, like 2016, 20 something. Yeah, 2016. And one of them, one of them was uh, uh, they went to Carl's restaurant and they were uh, throwing fucking dough balls into the fucking oven in the back of Lockyer. Right, right, like, right. Yeah, you know, I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. He. It seemed to me like he would go there more than she would come here. A hundred percent. But that kind of ruins the. Uh, the, right. the the marriage theory and she's trying to <laughs> she's trying to like uh set up the fact that she said uh, home with vic henley she said that she redecorated the place and filled it with furniture no offense to vic henley the apartment was nice with the outdoor space with the pigeons that he'd like to you know possibly think about killing from time to time and he would barbecue and he had good old judd jones living right next door that's but right. Fact, but the fact was, when you walked in Vic Kenley's apartment, you would never think a woman decorated that place. It was it looked like more or less a bachelor pad. There was never anything in the refrigerator. There was no, no. pictures up. I never saw a picture of her in the whole damn apartment. It was it was. Uh, That's a good point. I don't remember there, ever seeing one either. There yeah. wasn't a, there wasn't yeah. a lot of stuff in in Vic's uh, apartment. You would you would basically right. say he was a minimalist. He didn't he didn't have a lot of shit. Didn't so have a lot of shit. No, no, it, it was it was very bachelor paddish. Like any average dude could accomplish that that he had in his place. I think she did buy some chairs or some shit. I think and see, I think I know the exact chair she's talking about. <laughs> like a thin wooden fucking swayback chair that's on like thin metal, but it's right. like a, a a bar stool height or some shit. And I remember, like, he put it together, and like the screws went through the underside of it, like it was all fucking stupid. Yeah. And I think she actually bought that for him, okay. from what I can remember. But no, it was a. It, it, if a chick put her touch on that apartment, she's a terrible woman. 
She's 100%. terrible. Like she has no style, no fashion, anything like that. His his apartment was bare, basic, uh, you know, bar stools, uh, sofa, uh, lounger, bed, yeah. outside, basic, you know. But it was a cool apartment, you know, oak floors, brick on the wall, you know. Sure. Pretty but cool was, spot, you know. Yeah. But it was a bachelor's it was a bachelor pad at at, at best. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. There was no there was no female touching that in, entire apartment. And every time I, I went over there, I always would uh, open up the refrigerator, you know, because I'm coming from somewhere. And he's like, ah, buddy, I don't have anything in the fridge. And then we would always have to go out to get something to eat. He had nothing. He had no snacks, nothing. He never had anything. You know, he would he, he would order in or go down to the bar and fucking you Incredibly, know, order something there. Yeah. A tiny little table, an uncomfortable couch. Yeah. His, uh, right. His, Bedroom had a nice bed, I guess. Yeah, I think he had one TV in the whole damn place, right? Because he didn't really watch the a front, lot of TV. Right. Yeah, he had a he yep. had a little uh, like uh, um, uh, computer set up on the side with a tiny little desk, and that was more or less it, man. Yeah, it was. Where was, uh, it was the uh, what do they call them? Uh, railroad apartments. They're long and narrow. Right. So that was what it is. The back of it is the outside, and the front of it is the street there, or uh, the patio in the back, and then you know the walk up in the front that's yeah, where his living room was all right the place wasn't decorated she didn't set up a home with vic henley she didn't set. oh my god no 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 uh that that was done it was over and done right. and the 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 you know again and i've i've said it multiple times already like i like this chick yeah um you know but this is like a desperation grab and she's got some you know, I forget what the guy's name is. Her attorney is like, it's like some Italian last name. No offense, but I felt like it was like some local New York guy she got a hold of. It's like, hey, this and that, blah, blah. And yeah. he had he had like a certain level of fame in this apartment, do you think? <laughs> right. And I kind of, uh, and it was like, yes, we can get it. Right. Let's get this fucking thing. It's unbelievable. You know? Then she, she continues. Uh, she says uh, that she negotiated the utility bills. How do you negotiate a utility bill? Here, 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 here's my guess. Here's my guess. Yeah. You got utility company A that you're dealing with, right? right. And you get a flyer in the mail. It's utility B. And they right. say, hey, if you come over to utility B, we'll knock this off of that, blah, blah. And you yeah. say, oh, hey, what's this bill going to be? And you yeah. go over there, and then you turn back to your original one, and you say, hey, this is what they say. I think that's what it is. Like, I don't think it's anything more, like, it's even worth mentioning. Right. Like, it, but, you know, what the fuck does that even mean? No, negotiate utility bills? She's obviously <laughs> trying to establish the fact that she had a home with Vic Henley. <laughs> yeah. She has right. to establish that so she can now steal this apartment from Vic Henley's fucking family that just wants to move on. Just There's turn the page. Terribly. Yeah. And this next line is unbelievable. Oh. And, and they shared accounts and passwords to things like, ready? Netflix and Amazon Prime, the paper claims. Look, how common is that? Like anybody and everybody, you're in a relationship, you got multiple passwords that don't have to do with you. Like right. You do, whether it's a this or it's a, a video this or a Netflix that or a whatever. But right. that's, that's such a nothing thing. I've got like that. I've got that with like three chicks and I'm only dating one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it's not even like a big fucking deal. That's like, that. 
that's, uh, it's such that's, a desperate, sickening that, fucking move, dude. That is that is desperate. Because uh, you fuck. want to establish that you had a home at Vic Henley, and you're like, well, you know, we shared we shared a Netflix account. Oh my god, uh, Jill, Jesus, my Amazon and Netflix passwords are floating all over Oregon and Northern California. I'm not married to any of that, nor would I want to be. Thank you. Like the 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 the, the fucking Amazon Netflix. That's nothing. Don't tell me that. Like that's right. nothing. You might as well just say, "Hey, we both like M and M's." Right. Like, yeah, we, yeah. What else you want to know? That's why I deserve his apartment. I think I still share a Netflix account with Anthony. Just to <laughs> put it up. <laughs> yeah, like, it's just it, that, that's such a benign nothing thing. Like, you dude, know, if if sure. I was if I was the judge or the jury, that right there would say case is over. You are trying too hard. You are thirsty right now. There's right? a there's a there, right. There's a friend of mine from college. I've got his mom on my fucking one of my accounts because she likes to watch the British movies. Like, <laughs> right, right. You know, like I, fuck. I mean, I don't even know her last name. Like she's there. You know, yeah. it's just stupid. Unbelievable. All right. God dude. almighty. All yeah. right. So, uh, oh. irritation. All right. But now the administrators of Henley's estate and his mom, Gloria, who's in her 80s, she doesn't need this. Shit. She's like 87, I think. 86, 87. 87 survived yeah. COVID. She yeah. just wants to live out her the, final the worst, the, the worst sickness she's ever had in her life is what she told me, what COVID was. Oh, really? Worst thing she's ever had in her life at 87 years old. And she thought she was going to die, and she was by herself in her house the whole time. Wow. Yeah. That, and her son died last year. Right. How that about did. that? And then she thinks she's sort of like not on the other side. I don't think you're ever on the other side of that. But she's no, trying to put a lot imagine. of this uh, behind her. And now she's got to deal with a loss. And, and, then, and, and then guess what happened? What? Page Six put out an article that said, blah, 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 blah. And she says, why would she do that? That's probably what she said. Well, it's page six from the New York Post. They're, they're pieces of shit. So I got to go on the record and say that. So I, I, I would like to give her a little of uh, the benefit of the doubt here because uh, page six is a trash paper or, or a trash hey, second. You know what? Look, dude, look, if, if I were to bet, look, it's a trash thing that that chick is doing. And so right. page six is trash. And so it all works. It's probably all totally accurate. It's like one of those things, like with all the crazy bullshit Trump always said. Right. Most of the time, there was always like a little bit of truth in it. Yeah, like it was like there was a little bit of something in there that, like, okay, yeah, that's the thing. Like that's that's what this whole thing is. It's just it's could just you, sickening. It's sickening. Could you, you imagine that uh, she gets the apartment, which is like we establishes, you know, it's a, just a little shy, a little south of a million dollars. And the reason she gets it because they go, oh my God, you shared a Netflix account with him? Right. We'd like to we'd like to move to dismiss this case. Why? Right. Well, they shared Netflix and Amazon passwords. Dude, well, I, holy fuck. But uh, is there any more to the article? Because it, it just angered me so much. I've tried to block it out already. Yeah, sure. We're just about done with the article. Uh, but now the administrators of Henley's estate and his mom, Gloria, 87 years old, survival, a survivor of covid and everything else uh are trying to sell the place despite uh this girl let's just say her, her claim her claiming that the property uh property is her excuse me 
Uh, I'm having a tough time reading the article because I'm I'm trying to show a little respect because I did I did like her until this article and now I'm like what the fuck I almost want to call her up and go please tell me that they're just making this shit up <clears throat> and they're exaggerating so I'm, right. I'm, I'm purposely not saying her name and it's it's messing me up as uh, as I try to read this damn thing because I'm a bad reader to be with. <laughs> uh, since Henley didn't yeah. leave a will. Gloria, his next of kin, that's uh, Vic's mom, is set to inherit the uh, estate under New York state law, the, the filing explains. Henley, who was originally from Alabama, made a name for himself in New York comedy clubs and regularly appeared on the Opie and Anthony radio show. Uh, Gloria cannot be reached for comment. And this girl's lawyer, Gerard Parisi, declined to comment. Yeah, well, there's a red flag. When does attorney? When does an attorney not want to say something? Right. That's so, interesting. Yeah. God, when we uh, called <laughs> me today and hit me with this thing because I I don't read the stupid New York Post. I was like, what the fuck? And yeah. then you hit me up on uh you know on the phone there, and I was like, this is unbelievable. Then we got on the phone and ranted and raved and called her a few words there, uh, Judd, didn't we? Oh yeah, very angry, and I think she's uh uh. In the words of Hillary Clinton, a, depl a deplorable. <laughs> <laughs> like I think, I think she's a deplorable. If if this is all, look, there's like one article in one publication that that's talking about this. I mean, uh, you know, if it looks like a duck and sounds like a duck and walks like a duck, it's probably yeah. But uh, uh, if the, if it is true, I, yeah, I think she's a, a terrible person. I think it won't go anywhere. I think that the uh, stress and the uh, hurt yeah. and the sadness that she's putting on his family, if this is true, is uh, is terrible. And that, that's like the lowest form of person, you know. Uh, and I and I know I shouldn't wish anything bad on you. I, 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 I'm glad we talked earlier, and then I kind of brought. I, I was kind of thinking like, okay, because yeah. like my my mind's going in like a very uh, different a uh, different direction. Because it's like a family thing. Like, think about it. If it had to do with your family and it was like a you know, defending your family thing, like an instinctual thing, like I'm thinking fucking, oh, like you shouldn't exist. Like, don't, you know, don't, get, you don't know. get me started. Money makes yeah. uh, people do fucking crazy things. I've told a bunch yeah. of my stories already on, uh, on the podcast, but this is really, really... If it is true, if it is true, right? Uh, allegedly, is that what they have to well, say? Well, I mean, um, yeah. you know, Page six, you know, basically the New York Post uh, belongs in the fucking dumpster to begin with. But um, so I'm holding out a little hope that she was misquoted or they're going on some dumb little thing. And uh, we'll see. But I don't know, man. I mean, Where would you put your money? Where would you put your money? Come on, dude. You know what time it is. Like, you, you, you did. Like, what are the odds of them missing anything on this story? Like. You've seen, take Vic out of it. Like you've heard of these types of stories that right. pop up and it's a thing. It's a money grab. It's a right. fucking go like trying to do that. It's, and maybe so, that's all right. I mean, you've seen no, this. My, you know? my gut says it's a money grab. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, we're two of Vic's closest friends uh, between you being his neighbor and getting to hang out with him and opening him, opening up for him on the road yeah. and, uh, all over the place and him doing the radio show on a regular basis and then the podcast and then all the times we just hung out doing none of those things. Right. Uh, I know damn well he never wanted to get married again. That's, that's an absolute. I also know that uh, – 
that apartment was not decorated by a woman. <laughs> Get the fuck yeah, out come of on. here. That, I mean, that's maybe, not even a thing. Maybe like, she okay. was down one weekend and on a, on a quick Sunday, they ran around <laughs> for an hour. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. All right. So, so you fucking ran into Bed Bath & Beyond. Big fucking deal. Right. Like, what did you get? What, right. what did you get? A, a fucking uh, a cover for the bed? Right. What is it? Yeah. Uh, ah, a duvet. Come on. A du duvet. There you go. That's the I don't word. have duvet. any duvets, but I You I get a duvet? All right. Duvet. Well, you, yeah. That's a woman. She uh, contributed yeah. to the design of the house. And I also know that out of nowhere, she blew him off at the end of his life. I think it was way before, uh, well, February 27, 2020 was when he mailed all her shit back to Cleveland. But right. uh, Way but before they, that, they, if they, I were to guess, I'd say I'd say the very beginning, like the first week of February, if not before that, where like it dropped off again. You you, you expect and you know a certain level of communication or how much communication you have between your wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, whether right. you're in town or, or out of town, and it just ceased, and it was like a ghosting thing, and he right. didn't understand what it was, and he actually came over like one time and like. Emo almost like emotional about it like you know he was sad and i and, and here i am just like a dude busting balls like fucking, yeah of course you know toughen up dude you know that kind of shit I and uh but this was like a thing that was happening and then it just ceased and to the point of i'm mailing a box this fucking big of her shit oh it was a big box that we oh. had a, a box of her shit that uh, uh, all of it and it was heavy he couldn't lift it i lifted it in the back of that fucking jeep cherokee and i drove it over to ups for him was it really That's that right. big it was, it was a big? good sized box dude like it was he couldn't lift it up i had to lift it up he couldn't lift it up he right. packed it up he's dragging it down the <laughs> stairs i was like fuck dude pick it up on that side and i'll carry it to the car like it was heavy it was full of all sorts of shit february 20 february 27th 2020 I understand that, but she blew him off way before that because he would talk to me about it, um, and he was like, "What the fuck?" You know, out of nowhere, she uh, she's not returning my calls anymore, and you don't you don't know what a couple goes through. I don't know the whole story. Maybe they got in a fight or something or whatever. Sure, I could just tell you his side of it, and he was he was a little bummed. He's like, "What the fuck?" Out of nowhere, I'm trying to give her her space. I'm trying to give her her space, and they, I, you know. And then he, and then he uh, mailed back her shit on February 27, 2020. Mailed it back. Happily mailed it back. Shortly thereafter, got the Australian uh, airline executive chick at the bar, and it was uh, good it was times up. to be had. Yeah. Remember I told you that Pretty Plus More, you know, I had to, I, I had to show her the headline because she's all about the gossip. She right. Was, she gets in there. She's doing all sorts of of investigating. She's like, oh my God, there's a lot of pictures of them. And then she's uh, writing here, they were together October 3rd, 2020. Was that the last time they were together? Is that the last picture posted? Playing devil's advocate, just like any relationships, up, uh, ups and downs. I know they were they were on again, off again. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I gotta stop you, because this yeah. is hilarious. Jennifer Ferris, they were together five months after he died. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even pick up on that. Five months after he died. Because <laughs> Pretty Plus More posted that they were together uh, October 2012, whatever. And I, that oh, October 20. Yeah, all right. Yeah, right that right. went right over my head, and, and uh, Jennifer Ferris picked up on it. Wait, they were together five months? <laughs> right, right. I got That's you. That's fucking, right. If they were together five months after Vic died, then God damn it, she deserves that apartment. Absolutely. She's transcended all that exists.
Right on. Yeah. Like you were saying, I'm sorry. I didn't want that uh, comment to pass. Oh, yeah. No, I forget what I was saying. I'm uh, uh, drunk, stoned, and pissed off. It really pissed me off, too, man. It, it took me out of my Islanders uh, game tonight. I don't know. Final thoughts on this, uh, Judd, I guess. Uh, I hate it all. Uh, it pisses me off. If it is uh, 100% true, which I, I feel like uh, all arrows are pointing to that, it really irritates the shit out of me and pisses me off because I like this chick. And uh, nothing I ever saw, heard, or anything would indicate any of the bullshit that I read in that article. Right I, feel like it, I feel like it's a fucking money grab. I feel right. like we've seen this happen to all sorts of different people at different levels of whatever at any right. time. It's a person who's trying to go after uh, something that's a little under a million dollars to get a little bit of a payday. Right. And uh, if it goes through, then, you know... <laughs> I guess that's New York for you, right? I mean, right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I can't even imagine in, in any kind of real life that this is a thing because pretty much everything that was mentioned in that article, I, I on a firsthand account, I can refute <laughs> pretty right. much like most of it. It's, it's a money grab and it's an inconvenience for the guy's family and they've already suffered so much over the last year. 100%. And, uh, you know... Everybody wants to close a chapter. I'll be honest with you. I, knowing what I know, I was uh, irritated after you know after he passed away when she was playing the uh, uh, the bereaved. Right. She's playing the bereaved widow, and you know all this because I'm like, hmm, I like her a lot. She's nice, but I'm like, wait, y'all weren't even together. You uh, upset him and got him all emotional like a girl. And then he wound up getting some other chick and having fun doing that because you weren't responding to him at right. all after all these years. And uh, I mean, you know, that's the reality of the whole thing. So, yeah, to, you know, to try to angle in on something, it's like that is the lowest form. There's a lot of uh, spaces that need to be filled in here because uh, I don't know, maybe. But I think we know what time it is. I think we only needed one article to see what it is. You know, I mean, dude, I. I mean, it's all allegedly right, but I you know, you know you know what I know. After Vic's passing, she she wanted to get into his apartment, and if yes. it was there, if it was quote their home together, she didn't she didn't have any access to his apartment. Right, and who knows? Maybe she wanted to just get something that was like an emotional connection to it to him. You know, maybe. Oh, I understand why she might want to go in, but I mean, it could have been it could have been something as simple as that. But but she's. she's um, Established that it was their home, so if it was their home, she would have been able to get into that apartment pretty easily. Is, is my point. I guess I'm playing lawyer right now. My God. Well, 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 yeah. I mean, if you got keys to go in, then you can go in, right? Right. Uh, yeah, that, that's pretty much the baseline to it. It's like having an ID in America if you want to vote. God damn it. Whoa, whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't. All right, uh, there. You're right. That's uh, getting a little too political. <laughs> People lose their minds. So you have to do. That's right. That's right. You know, you got to show that you got the vaccination if you want to get on a cruise ship. <sighs> oh, that's true. Ooh, that's look, there's some people. There's look a cruise ship. The uh, the only thing that's worth it on a cruise ship is if you have enough money to get like the top of the line thing, where you only have to hang out with like eight other people. Right. Right. Like that's really the best way right. to deal with like a, a, a fucking cruise. And if you can do that, it's fucking awesome. You know, it's great. But I can't, never mind COVID. I've been on a cruise before. Can you imagine like 
I can't imagine being in the public pool with these people. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, it just doesn't, there, there's, you know, and I'm sure a lot of them are very fine people, but it's like, it's too much. It's too, and everyone's always drunk. Somebody throws up some strawberry daiquiri. You know, it's like a, a thing that just happens constantly. You got the governors <laughs> basically saying, you know, they'll find the cruise ship uh, companies if they make their passengers show what the uh, the COVID passport, right? Oh, that's right. And that what DeSantis said. DeSantis don't give a fuck. So, but now the cruise <laughs> ships are like, well, fuck you and your stupid laws. We're gonna still check the people. Yeah, but didn't 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 DeSantis back down the uh, cruise ships? They acquiesced, I believe. Oh, he did. Well, that's I think it. they did. I think I think I saw that. So might, have to, might, might have to fact check that. I think I saw my, that. Here's my point. Uh, and, you know, it gets deep into the politics because people are like, you know, you ain't going to mess with my freedom, man, you know, because of the, the COVID passport. OK, I get <clears throat> I get that in principle. I really do, because I hate our I hate the government and how they're taking away more and more of our freedoms. I, I am one of those guys. I get it. But to allow these people to just be on the honor system is the problem I really have with all these fucking things. I don't trust people in general. And now I got to trust that I'm, as I'm having a goddamn banana uh, daiquiri near the pool uh, with you on this damn cruise ship that you were well, if you If you don't trust me, if you, if you don't trust me, then get the fuck away from me. Well, that too. Right. Uh, it's called a wide berth. Walk around. I'm living my life, right? Isn't that the contrary way to look at it? Well, look, I don't trust people to a point that I found a place. To I live. hate people. Yeah, not, not more than I people. don't. I mean, look, everybody hates everybody. We get that. We try to find enough people we can get along with, right? right. But like, there's there's tons of people everybody hates. Sure, yes, go ahead. Right. No, I, I was gonna say, I hate people so much, I found a place to live where I don't see anybody. How about that? I see I, a goddamn ocean, and know what I think? The next person, as I look out at, uh, at that ocean, is thousands of miles away. <laughs> that is that is good. See, I, I don't I don't quite have that. I've got the water, but then I've got another bot like a, an island before it gets to that. So, but I have I have something comparable to that, and I think there's there's a lot to that. Now, look, this is why even before there was the restrictions that were lifted, where I am, like you know, like uh, Cape Canaveral area, Central Florida, all that, like. Everyone's social distancing and doing all that, and there was masks everywhere. Like I don't know what's going on in Miami. Hell, I mean that's the fucking end of the earth down in, down there. You know, oh. like what's going on in Miami? But like where I am, it's like it's everyone's wearing a mask. Everyone's getting vaccinated uh, now. People don't have masks, and we're just like living on, and you don't see huge spikes in anything. You no, know? I I, under I understand all that. I think we're going to be all right now. You know, I was nervous, but I've, I've opened up finally. I don't know. There's a new India variant, dude. You didn't hear Fauci? We could uh, all die again. Delta uh, variant. Delta variant. Is that what it is? Delta, Delta variant? It's Delta variant. Yes. All I know is Fauci is fucking adorable, isn't he? He's like a little, it's a cute and little he, fellow. And he's very trustworthy. <laughs> he is. He shoots from the hip. That's right. Very I just trustworthy. Wanna, I just want to piss people off. Yeah. I love just pissing people off. I'll, I'll tweet stuff that I don't even mean. <laughs> look, look at Fauci. You don't have to be an FBI profiler to see what's right. going on there. You know? know what I do? I'll just put an innocent tweet down like, I think everyone should have an easy uh, time at voting in America. And I'll just tweet that out, right? 
and then I'll just leave for the day and I'll come back and there's just like people oh. arguing uh, the voting thing. I'll just, right. I'll, just, I'll just lay the groundwork. I'll just throw a little softball out there. You know, right. in America, I think it should be very easy to vote. Thoughts? And then I don't even read uh, the responses. I just, You're a I provocateur, just dude. Yeah, I just turn provocateur. off my Provocateur. So, so, so you, uh, you, you uh, post and ghost is what you oh, do. Oh, hell yeah. I do post that. and ghost. Get out oh, of there. I do that. Let these motherfuckers fight it out. But that's where, but that is where I'm at because uh, I really do believe our government takes away way too many of our freedoms. But I don't trust people, so, so I'm in a quandary with this shit. The new thing in my building, you know, I'm way up high, so by the time I get down in the lobby, I, I can't even fucking breathe. There's so many goddamn people in the elevator, right? And okay, yeah. every person comes in and is like, do you mind if I come in? I've been vaccinated. Like when the elevator door opens up on the floor if you're going down, the yes. person will ask you? Yes, that's the thing in our building. So it's supposed to be one uh, family per elevator ride. So, But I live up so high that by the time I get to the bottom, the elevator's packed and it opens up every other floor. And these people, they're like, I'm just like them. I'm not saying I'm different than them, but they don't want to wait for three or four elevators. So they go, do you mind if I come in? I've been vaccinated. And I'm looking at them like, the odds that you're actually vaccinated over the fact that you don't want to wait for another two or three elevators, I I, I believe you don't want to wait more than I believe that you're I mean, I'd be like, show me your passport, bitch. I, that's like, let's let's see what it is. Right you should have it on a lanyard at this point. Right. I think I have my card somewhere over here. So, but that's my point. I, I don't believe, uh, you know, they should be taking all our freedoms away. But Look at that, dude. I'm fucking, yeah, I'm legit. Fuck. I'm le I got mine. I'm legit too, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Joe, Joe. Pleasure, bro. It was good to get all you All right, back. well, I'm sure there'll be an update at some point. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it was in page six, even though that post is a, is a garbage paper. That's... That uh, page six still does pretty well, man. So I, I would imagine there'd be a follow-up to it. But Yeah, it's all disgusting. And again, like when you're inconveniencing the family of a person who's passed away, like to me that you're like the lowest person on fucking earth, man. Like I, I can't I, even, you know, that you, you, you're definitely the, definitely the worst. I, I if it you. is true, allegedly. Yeah, I'm holding out hope that's a, that's a bit exaggerated, but who knows, we'll see. I got to go, bro. I got to go. All right. Well, right, we've covered Jones. a lot of ground. Hell yeah. Judd Jones, everybody. Uh, plugging anything? You're getting back up on a stage or what? No, I, I had those I had those uh, gigs in the yoga studio in Sarasota, which were actually really good. They nice. were really good shows. A lot of people there. A lot of older broads, so I did pretty well. So, right. yeah, hey, what are you going to do? Good times. Uh, all right. Get your ass up to New York so we can have a beer or two. Yeah, I'll do it soon enough, man. All right. All right. Good talking to you, boy. Right on. Judge Jones, live from uh, Florida. Florida. That's right. Go Islanders. And uh, what's his name? Crap a kick? What was I telling you about? Uh, Cumber, Cumberbund. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Way. That, he ends like that. All right, guys. Thanks for checking this out. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, what do we got? We got, uh, oh, helixsleep.com slash OP. What the hell is the uh, bargain? Oh, my God. Something like a. Uh, uh, oh, I think up to $200 off on mattresses and a couple free pillows just by going to helixsleep.com 
slash Opie, brand new sponsor to the Opie Radio Podcast. So welcome aboard to those uh, guys. If you gave me a few bucks, thank you very much. It motivates me to turn this on on a regular basis. If you didn't give me money, that's okay too. Trust me on that. Uh, but I am trying to just keep all my shit free so it uh, it helps. And uh, I'm babbling. I know what I'm babbling. So I'm just going to reach for this end broad. Boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. <laughs> 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 boo 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 boo